Nerdy Bitch Show. Shit. Shit. Yeah. What does it mean to be live and in effect? Live and in effect? When you're in effect? Yeah. I have no idea. I've been saying it my whole life. (laughs) My whole life is a lie. Okay, no, no, no. Effect? Okay, so just we'll just use context, right? Like Rex in effect, right? The group. They were in effect. They were live. I don't know. Like it's like they were like in like (laughs) in the moment and like they're representing whatever they it is that they represent. And it's Mm -hmm. exciting. Right? Like like we're live right now, we're live and we're in effect. We are. Because we're because just because we're here and we bring in the energy, and we're and we're lit. Because I drank a bang, and I just woke up thirty minutes ago. I took a micro nap, but I have little to no caffeine in me, so I'm a little groggy. So I gotta like remember what I've been taking notes about for three well, three weeks. <laughs> I went to Sam's Club yesterday, which is like I'm back on the Sam's Club train with all the old and unhealthy people who buy things in bulk. But you can buy so many healthy things in bulk. That's why I, I like doing it. And I bought a fucking 24 pack of Bang for like 35 bucks. Very so good. many healthy things. So many healthy things. <laughs> I also bought like a, a massive thing of fucking lettuce and salad mix, and everything I got was pretty clean. So you gotta eat it gotta... in two days, though. That's dude, I've been slamming salads all week, dude. I've been like eating. Fucking I'm smashing them, dude. I've been eating the things that my food normally eats. Salad smasher. Been getting that salad's guts. <laughs> yeah. All up in it. <laughs> Getting the salad up in your guts. <laughs> I heard a cool quote today. It's uh, from Ricky Gervais's show. Uh, here's a quote. It says, happiness is amazing. It's so amazing, it doesn't matter if it's yours or not. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Pretty interesting, you, right? You can watch videos of people laughing on TikTok, and it will make you laugh. Dude, there's a, right. there's a TikToker. Uh, not a, there's a YouTuber. And I decided to like I wasn't gonna follow because it's a TikTok compilation, but it's like the name of the title of every video is TikToks that, that cured my depression, which basically means <laughs> that these things brought him mm-hmm. joy. And sure. I like that. I like that shit. I, I watch those video. I watch those videos frequently too. Those like compilations of people that put those together. Mm-hmm. And like by the end, I'm like, man, it's all right. It's all right. Better. I feel better about this. It's good. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. That shit's awesome, dude. Well, that's that was the success of John Krasinski's show. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, good good news. good news today or whatever it's called. Some good yeah. news. The Good News Network or something. Yeah. Some good news. Yeah, you got it. It was like listen. I kept saying it while <laughs> but I kept saying it while y'all were saying something. So I was like, I'm alright. I I should've kept I should have yeah. kept going. <laughs> With the wrong answers. <laughs> yeah, I would have probably had a conniption, but that's fine. All right. All right. So we have a topic. <laughs> we have a topic for this episode. <laughs> and if you don't know, yes. this is the Nerdy Bitch Show, uh, in which we talk about all things that we like. That's pop culture, pretty much. And uh, this episode, yeah. if you can see yeah, the you screen, have, you have a soundbite, right? Godzilla. No, actually, like that soundbite was set up just for that day, and I didn't save them. So. <laughs> oh no! Awesome. Wow. But why? you guys we're talking about Gojira? You guys, I can fix that though. You guys keep going. Oh, you got a video plan. Very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always. Video. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Um. So yeah, we're gonna talk about the the that? big iguana, according to the American. <laughs> uh, according to the American. That's movie. one version of it. Um. The giant beast created, uh, or fueled. That's another by version of it. A bomb, or that's a, a titan that's, an... that's existed since the foundation of the, of of 
the planet macro, right? macro species not the planet right because like well the, yeah yeah just in the evolutionary cycle yeah not an the, not an aberration but yeah yeah and then there's the Exo classic exogenetic fucking creature in the classic version good the classic version is uh folklore is a monster of folklore really and the, the bombs woke him up or got us to take out him out of the ocean okay yeah. What well, didn't wake him up? It brought him out of the ocean. He's like, hey, I was sleeping here. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Whoops. That's not it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you have to, it's weird. You have to clear it, right? Like, you have to clear the sample before you can place another sample on top. And it was just a, a quick yeah, little slip of the finger there. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Thank you. Boy, Thank this you footage of the American Godzilla in the corner is, um, boy, that didn't age good. <laughs> no, that's, that's the, that's the age in which, CG went ran rampant and uh, ahead of its time. I was, what did we watch the other day? Spawn. We watched Spawn a couple months ago. Oh yeah, and that was, that was the same thing. The CG they, they got away from them. They, but they it just, used it at the time. Early. It was good. At the time, you wouldn't oh, look at, at the time. It was like, oh my god. At the time, you, you know wouldn't what, look at the, the Broderick Godzilla and be like, oh, this is trash. Probably not. No, Godzilla you know, was probably fine. You know what wasn't though? Remember that Jake Gyllenhaal movie, The uh, End of Tomorrow or whatever? Day after tomorrow. They have the ice movie. Yeah, oh, dude, I had it, I had it on DVD. I fucking love that horrible movie. <laughs> yeah, the movie's so I bad. I love movie, it though. <laughs> I don't remember the movie being that bad, but for some reason the wolves were CG. Yeah, <laughs> they looked straight out of the PS2. Oh shit, it dude. was real bad. No, they weren't. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm gonna have to look this up after the show. <laughs> PS2 and the monkeys. Wolves. Let's go. And the monkeys, monkeys. and Jumanji. The monkeys and Jumanji look like PS2 monkeys, also. Oh yeah, there's one that like looks at the camera and like, ah! and it's like, nope, <laughs> that's, <Yeah>. that's not it. <laughs> and then that. Last one, and that dumb singing alien in the Return of the Jedi remix. <laughs> right. Yeah. I used to love that as a kid. Uh, yeah. So now, where are we going to start with this Godzilla talk? I would like to know who, I would like to know who has seen what. I've seen... Because for being such a huge cultural icon, I feel like compared to the number of Godzilla movies there are, People have not seen very many of them. No, I can only say I've no. seen three, and, and the stuff that, that the stuff that's come out that I've been alive for—that's what I've seen. I didn't go back, and like I may have like seen like little clips when it was on TV back in the day when I was a kid, but like I just didn't go back to to like quench that old Godzilla thirst. Like the, you know, like I I never I just didn't go back like I should have. Yeah, I uh, I think I've seen four. I've seen Shin once in pieces. Uh, I've seen the Gareth Edwards and then the sequel, so Godzilla and Godzilla King of Monsters. I have a I have a clip. I okay. I saw the I saw the OG in college. I have a we don't have to show this now. We'll show it when it's when it's time. There's a clip I wanted to share with you guys earlier, and I shared a bad one with you. This is the full two and a half minute scene uh of Japan. So we so we rebooted the United States, we like the response. Oh, and I've, the seen the I've seen the American Godzilla. Okay, so the Americans rebooted Godzilla in 2016. And then Japan rebooted Godzilla in like 2017. And uh, that was called Shin Godzilla. That one's incredible. And it's by the director of uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, one of the most successful animes of all time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I probably should have just said anime, not animes. But I'm going to McDonald's. I'll be right back. <laughs> or I'm gonna go. What now? That one. That one works. Walmart's. Walmart's. Um. Uh. Okay. So, Tech, you've seen three. You said. Oh yeah. 
So the what the Broderick? The Broderick and, and the two recents. The two recents, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Wow. That's it, man. Yeah, man. I'm not a I'm not a big like nostalgic guy. It has to yeah, really has, movies... has to really pique my interest, right? Like with I Am Legend, I was so excited about the movie. Uh fucking plot twist. I was let down. But like I went back to watch <laughs> the Omega Man and I went you know what I'm saying? Like I went back and did yeah, my sure. my proper research. I've seen things like Monty Falcon, I believe that's the name of it. Like and of course, I've yeah. seen Roots because I had no other choice but to but to see that. Is, uh, did anybody go back and watch old old original Django? No, no, not at yeah. all. I thought about it because the dude that plays him is in Django Unchained, but cool. uh, yeah. well, he's, he's the guy. Too. He's the guy that uh, is at the bar and asks him if he knows how to spell his own name. <laughs> That's oh. funny. Oh, that's really cool. Godzilla does like, that a lot too. The uh, the U.S remakes uh used a lot of the classic actors in there um yeah. and we'll get into that a little bit because i take well the uh notes. the actor who played the godzilla in the suit originally died a few years ago right uh haruo nakajima that guy was like 2017 that mm-hmm. was a big deal because like he was one of the people that that was like the in the uh group of progenitors right the forerunners of like the big monsters that are in a, a person in a suit walking around. Um, yeah. That was a big deal. He was Godzilla for like 13 or 14 movies. I don't know if that's true. A lot. Um, a lot of movies. Yeah, so interesting thing about that. the They they were embarrassed about the guy in the suit. Do you guys know that? No, why? Why? They, because they, uh, it was here. Let me, I got a note. Um, so they, they were worried it would look stupid. And even after they got it made, they were worried it looked stupid. Um, the creator didn't admit it was a person that was inside the suit for 10 years because he thought people would laugh. Hmm. 10 years after the movie was made, he admitted that it was a person in there. Isn't that wild? That is absolutely wild. Yeah. And the suit operator lost 20 pounds of sweat during the making of the movie. So I need to get a Godzilla suit. Okay. <laughs> Duly <laughs> <Yeah>. noted. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, that's interesting. Yeah, so, so, like, why is this? What year was that? Like, was it 1954? 19, yeah, 50, so 1964. What like, did they? What did he think it? Why did he? Why? Like, what did he think people would? Like, I don't know. Uh, like, what up until that point, up until that point, uh, like movies done by like Ray Harryhausen and stuff like that, and the the um, Godzilla versus T Rex movie stuff. Mm-hmm. Not no, not Godzilla. King Kong versus T Rex and the original King Kong were all stop motion, right? Yeah. So people were thinking you should have just done that. Make miniatures and just do stop motion. But we've all seen stop motion. It looks weird and jittery. Or it doesn't. I mean, like, not, anymore. not anymore. That's the dichotomy. Used to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Takubo and the two strings is stop motion, which is insane. Um, yeah. But, well, it's fucking beautiful. Right. And then, of course, Wallace and Gromit. But so right. he, they was, it was so what we're trying to say here is, is uh, innovative, right? Just put a guy in a yeah. suit. And then what they they also shot it in a different frame rate, so when he looked bigger, it was like slower. So the actors sure. were moving at like thirty frames per second, and Godzilla was moving at like twenty four or something like that. Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. Yeah. Um, so I've. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. My bad. No, nothing. I was just gonna riff. Go ahead. Uh, I think it's interesting to start talking about Godzilla. Um, outside of of course talking about the, the actors and how it was made to talk about why it was made. Yeah, um, I found that very interesting in my, my research for this. 
which is very small. yeah so so godzilla is kind of a common not a kind of i don't know why i said kind of godzilla is <laughs> a commentary on started as a commentary on world war ii and continued throughout its 20 fucking movies in japan to be a commentary on like political and, and military yeah. relations around japan um but the reason they didn't just make a movie about being invaded in japan is that it was um, uh, japan was occupied by america for like 20 years after yeah world war ii and they wouldn't allow it yeah so the film industry Godzilla, was not allowed to talk about certain things yeah so godzilla comes out nine years after the uh, vj day um in 1945 so it comes out in 1944 and is a giant beast walking through Japan and burning it to the ground, which it's just a parallel to America walking into Japan and burning it to the ground. Yeah. Um, there's some scenes, then, man. There's some there's scenes. Some, there's some. All right. So we, we have to also, movie. we have to clarify a lot of people might have only seen the American version of this movie in which they put a white actor in it and infuse scenes of him into this movie. Sure. Yeah. And then if you watch the Criterion edition, He's fucking gone. And this That's shit right. is dark. Like yeah, the, the criterion is the un unpropagandized cut of Godzilla. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big fan of old movies either. They're very sleepy. And the sound design is so quiet. It's like ASMR. It just lulls you to sleep, right? Because right. they didn't have microphone fidelity back then. So, like, only the loudest sound effects would come out. So it's just movies back then were very quiet. This was probably one of the most emotionally affected I've ever been watching a movie that's from the 50s. Like, it's sure. it's emotional. And then especially when you think it's only nine years after the war, they made these poor actors, like, flee their homes, put their kids on their back with all their belongings, get in these huge scenes with thousands of extras with fire and, like, villages yeah. being burned. That had to be everyone very that made real. This movie, everyone that made this movie lost somebody to a nuclear bomb. Yeah, dude. And it's kind of crazy because you never think about like what happens to a country post-war. Um, yeah, and and, and this no is... one's ever had to think about what's happened, what happens to a country post-nuke, but Japan. Yeah, right? that's right. <laughs> that's rough, man. Okay, yeah. another interesting fact: the the movie wasn't just inspired by World War II, but one of there was a Japanese fishing boat that was hit by a nuclear test in 1950 something. Uh, I forgot the name of it. I'm sure I wrote it down. Uh, well, Wake Island testing? No, maybe, maybe. But anyway, yeah. Boat fishing. You could probably Google it. It's really easy. But sure. um, and then uh, there's references to that in the movie and stuff like that. And there's the very first scene of the '54 movie is from a fishing boat, right? So Godzilla right. flashes. You see a flash underwater, and everybody in the boat goes like this, and it's a really white light that looks like a nuke. So the first scene is in a fishing boat. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And That's crazy, uh, bro. yeah, so like this, this whole the fishing boat is a real thing. It's a historical thing. Um, and uh, there was like reparations about it and everything. And the boat is still like on display in a museum somewhere in, in Japan. Yeah, that got hit by a nuke. Marshall Islands was the nuclear testing site and starting in 46. We tested yeah. 105 nuclear weapons in the Pacific Ocean between Insane. 46 to 67. Yeah, And they oh, use that man. in the Broderick movie. Right with the iguana, and then yeah. they use that in the 2016 reboot where they rewrote it. In 2016, they showed that they were attacking Godzilla. There was one scene where he was like breaching, and you saw the bomb go off. So Godzilla mm. was already at size, but the yeah. nuclear tests were them trying to kill him in the 50s. And then he comes back in 2016 because of the uh, Fuji, Fujikawa reactor failure. Yeah, yeah. 
like he feeds on it and it's a like, reactor right. leak and he's like give me i need it i need it yeah it's, it's like it's based on that that reactor leak in japan that happened back in like 2007 yeah or something that was really yeah, so fucking bad cranston comes in with a red counter mm-hmm. at a at a destroyed nuclear site and there's no radiation because godzilla yeah, showed up and ate it all, all. yeah which is which wild. is actually the exact opposite of the original because in the original when the godzilla makes landfall for the first time there's a huge footprint and they come in with the rad detector and the footprint's radioactive which is pretty interesting well no i mean yeah. i guess it would still work with cranston's if godzilla's not there like he ate it all and swam off yeah but he's very radioactive he does that in the second movie i think when his he gets radioactive skin and just like everything around him starts melting yeah you remember yeah. this from king yeah. of the monsters where uh-huh. just like street lamps are just like because <laughs> he's just nuclear hot and it's like oh all right some That's, of this uh some of this video playing is so bad. <laughs> Some of this video is so bad. It's so it's out obviously of control, a dude in this dude. Oh yeah, yeah that's the great. versus Kong one. Real bad. Have you seen dude, the one where he's like skating on his? Butt? You see the one yet where he's like skating on his tail? No. No, I don't need that. Like Godzilla <laughs> does a running start and then like he's on his tail just like doing a wheelie. Yeah, it's real bad. So, so let me read this little thing real quick just to wrap up my little bit about it being based on military and the political relations around Japan for the next 50 years. Um, so you have the Godzilla that pops up in 1954 that is a commentary on a giant monster coming from the sea, the Americans coming to Japan and destroying it, <laughs> the Americans. Um, and then in 1965, uh, Mothra, which was a, a creature that was initially a villain, became an ally. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that movie, and that would directly coincided with the Treaty of Basic Relations in 1965 between Japan and South Korea. Mm. Um, Rodan, the giant pterodactyl, debuted around the time Soviet aggression over the Kuril Islands and when Russians made liberal use of flybys. So they huh. made a flying uh, enemy. Uh, King Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, just so happened to coincide with China's development of nuclear weapons and the other two communist countries in Asia, North Korea and North Vietnam, taking aggressive stances three-headed dragon. Japan. And it was a three-headed dragon. Nice. Um, <laughs> the secret metaphor behind the American 1994 reboot of Godzilla? The Americans don't understand metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so that's the interesting so thing. Did I see a kid Godzilla... in blackface? It's possible. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Holy... Are you rewinding it? Yeah, dude. Like right here. So First of all, the eye, yeah. his eye shutters. That's a weird looking kid, man. Right, go ahead, I'm sorry. Um, no, you're okay. fine. That's... So the the so there's there's like multiple timelines. If you watch the Angry Video Game Nerd recap, which is pretty good by the way. Oh, um, well, it's before. it's not it's not Angry Video Game Nerd. It's his that's one of his personas. But he's he he is Cinemassacre, and he's just a film reviewer. And it's it's he's not doing his oh AVGN. his Jackie Chan videos very good. Go on. Yeah, he's not doing an AVGN bit he's just a film nerd and he knows a lot of stuff and it's really entertaining to listen to um but he gives a, a breakdown of the three godzilla timelines there's the original dark timeline which includes uh the ones caleb basically just mentioned um he suggests uh the original and then god mothra versus godzilla godzilla versus king Ghidorah, godzilla versus mecha godzilla and then godzilla tokyo sos which two which is 2003 that's the original timeline everything else sort of gets silly as we're seeing in these clips, uh, sure. Godzilla becomes a cultural icon. He becomes, a, a, you know, something that sells ice cream, like something, you know, for kids. Yeah, sure. Instead of this huge... Uh, as, soon as, that, as soon as that generational, like, memory starts to fade, people are just like, oh, big monster, explosions, let's do it. Because, yeah, like, the, that generation of people that saw 
big monstrous explosions is no longer making the movies. So they don't have that like. So it goes from King Kong to, to Donkey at. Kong, right? <laughs> yeah. Because King Kong's not something you'd wear a t-shirt of. He's he's a menace. But Donkey Kong, he's cultural. Yeah. So, and he's goofy. Yeah. So King Godzilla goes from like, if you watch Very the first movie, you're like, that's not adorable. No. And then, and then silly. The so first movie is very um, Hayao Miyazaki to me, like Graveyard of the Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah, real dark, and then everything else is kind of Disney, um, which Man, is fine. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the end yet because I don't think I'm at that point in the notes. But uh, let's see, uh, what did I say? Uh, this is very interesting in this one. There seemed to be a huge emphasis on them hearing hearing him coming. Yeah. So in multiple points in the movie, it was. <laughs> And that's how you knew he was coming. The footsteps. You heard right. the footsteps first. Very right. cool. I don't recall that before. There's the draft. There was the the thing in the Broderick one, which which the ripples in the water, which is which the felt Jurassic more like an homage Park. to Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, sure. Which maybe in Jurassic Park did that for a reason, probably. Oh, hold um, up. This scene, real quick, on the screen of Ghidorah or Mothra opening, mm -hmm. is not this one, but the one where the people were down below it, looking at him open his wings. Yeah, is almost a frame for frame. From uh, homage to King of Monsters. Monsters. Yeah. Yep. That's dope. Yeah. Mothra's cool. And I think Mothra it became like another folklore thing where you could like pray to Mothra. Yeah. And there's like, yeah, there's right a there song. Too. She's yeah. got a song. There. See that? Yeah. There's people like praying to it. Yeah. So like, that's one of the first monsters that became a savior, which is really cool. Uh, do you guys ever heard of um, Gamera? Uh, yeah. I have. So he's a turtle, he's a space turtle. And he puts his hands and feet inside his shell and fire comes out and he just spins and flies away. It's really silly. But he talks to children. So a monster will come to Earth. I think he even fights uh, Rodan, I think, at some point, which is pretty interesting. Or something like Rodan. Um, and the kids say, help us, Gamera. So Gamera comes out of, out of the ocean flying like an idiot and then... Uh, <laughs> and then saves saves Japan. Well, he doesn't really save Japan. He ruins it, but he saves children. So it's, it's kind of funny like that. It's it's interesting to see like these big monster movies and the destruction that they create being the direct point, and our superhero movies and the destruction they create being just eh, it's in the background. I, only I recently, appreciate... right? Only only after Batman, or only after Man of Steel, and only after um, Adri uh, Ultron, Adri Ultron. Do we really see like. The people that live in the fucking world that's being trounced on like, being like hey, yo you stop, fucking please? stop yeah <laughs> like, i kind of appreciate i was gonna say i kind of appreciate that that becomes a, a point now like like the count accountability of the destruction that you are doing doing you know like because it doesn't make sense like why do i care about this one person or like whatever whatever focal point and that's kind of my problem with the godzilla movies now is like all this destruction but i care about this one family why you know yeah just from a cinematic yeah. standpoint like why why do i care like i watched something uh Greenland, which is a, uh, yeah, I forgot the actress Gerard name. Butler. Gerard Butler. There you go. And um, it's a really good movie, but a 90, like, I don't want to give the ending, but why do I care? Right? Like, <laughs> sure. is that in the, in the disaster porn movie, which is, this is Godzilla's disaster porn. Why do I care? Like, why do I care about the family, that, the family that they focus on? Is that because the, they have to tell a story and it has to have I, some type of heartfelt yeah. attachment? I think sadly, maybe. Right, like maybe that's what they have to do, because, I mean, I can't. I the 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 sad thing is there's not really a, a control group to test this on. 
like every monster movie Americans make, or I won't even just say Americans because I haven't seen any that don't do this in the last like 20 years. So like every monster movie since 2000 <clears throat> is just a monsters and like focused on a, a family survive or a group of people surviving that monster. I don't know if there's any movies that are just monster movies and well, don't really give a fuck about the people underneath them. I would since argue the year that 2000. I would argue that with this first one, uh, th- which focused on, uh, if you guys have seen the, the most recent movies recently, you'll remember the, the oxygen destroyer bomb that they used to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was in the original. And that was really the only, there was like a, a little love triangle. And then there was the discovery of the oxygen destroyer bomb, which the whole point of the movie, and here's a quote from the director. He says, I wanted to express my views about scientists. They might invent something wonderful, but they also must be responsible for how it is used. I wanted to warn people about what happens if we put our faith in science without considering the consequences. So that's just that's the direct quote from the director. And it's almost like there was the first movie was a war movie with Godzilla. Like most of the movie was tanks shooting at him and Godzilla winning. And then. Yeah, because of course. (laughs) Right. And then the subplot is that they found a new nuke. It's like it's as bad as a nuke and they wanted to use it. Japan wanted to use a weapon as bad as a nuke. And then, so the, the guy who invented it, uh, created it, burnt all his papers, and then just like the King of the Monsters, went down in the water with it and set it off himself and died with it. Yeah. Incredible. Absolutely yeah, incredible. Very good. And then very the end good. of the movie is like, the ship that, they, that lowered him into the water is them saluting. And then it like fades to black. Yeah. Like that's the end of the movie. It's awesome. <clears throat> so it's great. The oxygen bomb in... in um... King of Monsters, didn't it like fucking kill a lot of animals too? Yeah, all like the you fish, see like, like fish and shit surfaced, start floating yeah. up, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just yeah. So the the director of the movie served in the war, by the way. Sure. So he also is also quoted sense. in saying, "My superior officer killed a young Korean today with his bayonet." If you are a normal person in this place, you either kill yourself or go crazy. <laughs> That's another quote from the director. Yeah, right. And and here's another fun fact. The guy who did the music for Godzilla was responsible for making military anthems for the country of Japan. So when the United States was signing the treaty with Japan, his theme music was playing in the, on the ship. That's the guy that sure. makes the soundtrack for Godzilla. Sure. Yeah, like, insane. There's so do many insane think... facts about this first movie. Yeah. It's, it's, do you think that, uh, just back to the previous question, do you think that we can get a monster movie about the monsters only fuck the people? It's like tough, like man. tech asked like why yeah, why, why do we, do, we do that and i don't have an i don't know if i have an answer i just know that it's not done i think I maybe as I it becomes cheaper me think of it how about that maybe as it becomes cheaper once upon a time it was too expensive to keep cg on the screen at all times so sometimes you just have a do you think that that's more expensive than hiring brian cranston and aaron taylor johnson and elizabeth olsen i don't know or the cash yeah. that's in the second one like, yeah, it's a, like millions of dollars a minute cast. it's like millions of dollars a minute <laughs> when this high-end <clears throat> cg being rendered right sure. yeah yeah i don't know man maybe just i don't think if it was all i, I guess the only conclusion i can come up with is that if it's all monsters no one cares right like we're here for the monsters like we actually are literally here for the monsters we're not here for that story but, but i guess no one cares if it's just all monsters because then what's like the the story in in both of the americans ones wasn't that bad um, and I liked how minimal it was in the 2016 one, you know, 
It was just there to build tension. I think the tension in the 2016 movie is very good. It's, it does a good job of ramping, which is not enough monsters, granted. But it's a pretty good job. And it is just about them trying to find a way to destroy it. They put the nuke on the train, and then the train destroys, gets blows up. And then they, they yeah. put the nuke in the city, to, or he steals the nuke, and they puts the nuke in the middle of the city to hatch the eggs, and then they have to go in and take the nuke and put it on a boat. And Like, it's pretty mm-hmm. interesting, right? It's them just it's yeah. just them reacting to the monsters. It's pretty good. There's ways that they can make movies. They There's ways that they have done, like certain movies have done, that have been more about the actual threat, monster threat, mm-hmm. than the humans, and they do it well. Um, one thing that pops in my mind as we're talking was Aliens vs. Predators versus Aliens vs. Predators 2. Yeah. Like, the first one was Sanaa Lathan, and the second one was... Just like they, these aliens and these predators are killing everything. I like this. Yeah. Second, one. <laughs> second one was really solid. Like yeah. So yeah, there's ways to do it. It makes uh, me think of Planet of the Apes too. Makes me think of Planet the, well, the more the recent apes. the more recent Planet of the Apes because the first two movies are very character heavy. The third movie, the apes are the main characters, and there's there's Absolutely. some there's some people. Uh, and it does it largely doesn't feel like it's a movie about the people. It feels like it's a movie about the the apes. So, I mean, fun, maybe fun you can't eliminate people completely, um, but maybe you can move them further into the background. Go ahead, Tech. You're about to share. Yeah, um, I would know just a quick story. I, I was um, at the location of the warehouse uh, in New Orleans when I went to uh, Mardi Gras Inc., Mardi Gras World, which is where they make all the floats for the for the, every parade that you've ever seen. Sure. Uh, right across the, this field is the warehouse in The Last Planet of the Apes. Nice. That's awesome. It's, it's, it clearly, it's it clearly that. You see it and go, you know, oh, shit. <laughs> Bad. Yeah, and then they then, then they told us, and I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, that's dope. That's pretty cool. That's dope. But yeah, that's that's another. Those were those. I wish those movies had uh, like continued. I like them. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't finish the third one. I only started it, and then I don't remember what happened, but I got distracted. But you know, it's funny. It's, I'm glad you brought that up because that actually is one of the movies that I went back and watched the old ones on. Like I've seen yeah. a lot of Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, I don't know why. That's... Maybe they were on TV. Or they something, were, but I've seen. <laughs> they were a yeah. lot. Shit, tons of them. They were on yeah. TV constantly, and they were good. <laughs> like it's all good. It's such a good theory. So, yeah. so the premise. Here's the thing that the original made me think. Uh, with it being a disaster porn movie, it's no longer really. Uh, it's no longer really. Uh, an analog anymore or right it's, it's not analogous to anything anymore it's just disaster why aren't there more people like devastated or crying why aren't we seeing people affected by all this destruction well every time every time you perk up and you get excited is because there's an oh shit moment on the screen right? right and in oh shit moments either you run or you fucking die <laughs> like so like there's not really a lot of time for emotions i'm sure afterwards there's going to be people at, at where at the whatever camp Post disaster camp yeah, crying. Yeah, yeah. The but, aftermath. I mean, of a is that something we want to see? Maybe they, they just don't show a lot of that. It's strange to me. It's just like, it's like a video game. There's just, I was, well, I think of a lot of probably because if you think of a lot of dis- disaster porn movies, it's about the disaster, not about the the effects. The effects. Yeah, like there's no. Know. So That's here's not true. here's all I have to say about the matter. I'll let you guys go on if you want. There's a one scene in Rogue One. When the when the rebel slash terrorists are attacking, and there's this kid standing there in the in the yeah. uh, in the middle of it without the parents bawling, and every time I'm just like, <gasps> you know, all it took was like a five second scene of a kid crying, and the gravity. That's a movie scene, trope, though, right? 11, right. It's it's a movie trope that kid is just like staring at this shit that's happening and crying, and someone has to like who's not like yeah. not related to them has to run up and snatch him up. Like that's a trope. It's yeah, that's a sure. thing. It is, sure. but kind of definitely just give me a little bit of that. <laughs> 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure if there was a monster rummaging downtown, I looked out and saw it, I'd probably start crying. Sure. I don't know if I, I don't know what I would do, but that might, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's on the list of emotions did you, that I would um, have. Is, did you watch the video? I said, what would, what, what would Godzilla would really sound like? Uh uh So well, hold on, I did got these. Okay. This is a long one. Let me make sure that stops playing. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I'm listening to the stream because it sounds better than on Discord. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So the what he would really sound like because of the size of him, all the windows would shatter, and you would probably have a heart attack. Yeah, it would be subsonic. Yeah, it's it pretty awesome. Ben, yes. What's this? Like, what's, <laughs> what's what? What's on the screen right now? <laughs> What's on the screen right now? I paused it. Like, what? I need you to explain this. <laughs> oh, what am I looking at? Well, I mean, eventually Godzilla goes to like there's space shit, right? There's aliens and stuff. So that's bananas. <sighs> and uh... yeah, I miss. I feel like I'm missing out right now. There's like, uh, like yeah. this, shit, this shit goes left. There's a does. There's dozens of Godzilla movies. It's it's then they go all different directions of crazy. So I actually don't know what that one exactly is, but I can just guess. Right. Yeah. Uh, all, right, all right, so do you guys like Godzilla the monster, Godzilla the hero, or just a big dumb animal? Which one do you like? I don't I don't like the whole arc of he's here to protect us. Don't you? That's stupid, dude. That's hella stupid. Like no the fuck he's not. Mm, interesting. What about him being I, the like, what about him being the king of the monsters? Because they all remember the end of I mean, remember the end of the the King of the Monsters movie? They all bowed to him, remember? Yeah. That's I don't know. I mean that makes that makes that's fine. I'm fine with that. Uh, it happened in Lion King. Well, it's also <laughs> yeah, maybe not like specifically bowing, but like it's not an unknown um, occurrence in nature that like a an apex predator in a challenge for dominance, when it wins, the 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 loser, if not dead, but like does averts its eyes. Name name a species of animals that does that. Rams do it. Wolves do it. Uh, I think deer. They do bow it to their enemies. If they're not dead, if they're not gored, like by the horns, like if you see like deer fighting, like the it's like a the 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 victor will puff its chest up and walk around oh, there's, while the there's while the other one like shies back. So like, and, like so we're talking about submissive though. Right? Yes, like, no, that's my point. That's my point. Not exactly dogs bowing, are rolling, their, but like dogs are rolling like, their back. Like oh shit, man, you got it, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, not bowing, but like cowering. Like yeah, they, not they, like some, yeah, not like some Egyptian emperor. Everybody bows. Kind of, <laughs> sure. So. Um, so, yeah, it's about dogs rolling their back in submission when they know all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, they better. Oh, we got them. That was fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> one thing I noticed about the old one, well, they did this with a lot of old movies, uh, that they all the creatures had whites in their eyes, and it always looks really goofy. Like they put those googly eyes on them. Oh, Very sure. strange. <laughs> so I don't know if you can see it in the notes. I recolored the 1954 version and just colored them all black. And it's significantly scarier. <laughs> I bet that sounds scary. So it's it's in yeah. the show notes if you want to look at it. But yeah, I couldn't find the show notes for some reason. That's I why I miss. I thought I messaged you about it. Yeah, I linked it. I couldn't. Did you? Oh, I never got it. Another one. Well, fuck a duck. Well, fuck. I wonder why you guys haven't been following along. No, I've been. No, I've seriously. Been like I just even while we were even while we were talking, I scrolled back to the post that you actually put it the first time, and it was invalid link. So, mm. well, I, you should browse through this. I've. I busted my ass. Um, compiled, uh, he compiled. Yeah, dude, I, I, I tried. <laughs> I tried to get these notes up. <laughs> uh, 
He's like, why is everyone all over the place? I have it so written out. So the, the sound Godzilla makes is a leather glove soaked in pine tar raked across uh, uh, an instrument that's basically like a double bass acoustic guitar. Dude, shout out to whoever sound engineer did that shit. Right? Sound engineers are constantly fucking amazing to me. It's like, oh, okay. That's some shit. They'd be that... doing weird shit. Yeah. Like, they'd be, they'd be getting hella weird. I'm not that type of person. I can't do it. I would never have thought to soak a leather glove in pine tar <laughs> and then rake it across the instrument. I'm just, my mind doesn't work like that. Yeah. But also, it's 2021. But, uh, yeah. so I've got a bunch of things here. I've got the AVGN one. Maybe we could, I got uh, what sound Godzilla would really make. I've got the original theme song, which low-key is fucking fire. It's very good. And then in King of the Monsters, so they didn't use it in 2016 Godzilla, but they did in King of the Monsters. When Godzilla pops up out of the ice at the Antarctic to face off King Ghidorah, like the theme song kicks in and it's fucking great. It's very so, good. Yeah, I don't. The, so there's a lot you can say about the more recent Godzillas, right? It's just Godzilla and oh my King god, of monsters. Just, but just like King of Monsters quick. has some shots in it that Ben and I, yeah, were just like, oh fuck, <laughs> like so many shots that were just really, really well composed, and that's just dope. That's um, just dope. Just so I just linked the theme song in the Discord. Just listen to the opening brass, and maybe you can put it in the in the Twitch stream if you want. But like, just the opening. Yeah, I don't think I, I'm gonna be able to because as soon as I change it, it'll, it'll knock the cameras off. Okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty uh, great. Ridiculous. Oh, uh, this recolor is actually pretty dope. The what? What's up? The recolor. I can't see it fully. Yeah. Well, actually, this the original looks kind of terrifyingly dope too. Actually, they're actually having the pupils. Mm -hmm. They're both. They're both dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really weird bad, with but... pupils. Right. It's yeah, really weird with pupils. Uh, let me see if I can get this thing to focus on it. It's supposed to. There we go. Oh, that's a really good camera. Fuck that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, also, you should kind of have lizard eyes, right? Not human eyes. So, yeah. See, I think I like. I think I like. Yeah. The 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 whites in their eyes, because I mean, given I know that I know the time period, it wouldn't work today. Right. I think then it looks kind of sick. Yeah, but I think this looks better than that. This picture looks better than the actual what they saw. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can you? Uh, okay. So we we've talked about the American remake a lot, but the Shin Godzilla, the Japanese remake in the late two so so twenty tens. Explain that to me. Explain the timeline because I, I talk to me like I've never seen Godzilla. Right. Like there's the old one we talked about the old post war Godzilla, which I find very interesting. Yeah, you um, need to watch the 54 does... one, the Criterion edition that's on HBO Max. It's incredible. It's incredible, it's, you say. The one I've been talking about this whole time is actually incredible. There's a few there's a few Japanese cultural things that American viewers are going to have a hard time wrestling with, like the way people scream, the way they kind of seemingly overact. They're very I don't want to call it melodramatic cuz like I said they just survived two nuclear explosions, so maybe they give them some grace, right? But like their acting is very different than American. It's very loud and uh Overly emotive. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So it, that 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 takes some digesting for American viewers, but um, but beyond that, like the tones, the themes, the music, the sounds Godzilla makes, like it's so ahead of its time. It doesn't feel like a stupid giant monster movie. Like there's so much, and it's really dark. It's really dark. There's scenes of just villages on fire and people running for their lives and crying and screaming. It's just like. It's dark, man. It's dark for 19. It's dark for now, but I can't really imagine how dark it was for then. But then again, we have to wonder how many people actually saw this version, right? 
most Americans saw the stupid version where they injected a white guy in it. Yeah, but the Jeff, the people that lived in Japan all saw this. I bet most of those theaters were full of people sobbing. Oh, sure. Or real right, terror, like, anyway. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so we so Americans remade the two. Uh, all timelines be damned, Japan made their own remake called Shin Godzilla. So, and it's Godzilla literally climbing out of the water, and he looks like this weird, deep sea, like salamander. Weird. It's, so it's weird. very weird. Kim and I were watching it, we're like, what the fuck is that? And then he like molts and mutates into Godzilla, and it's one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Shin Godzilla is incredible. It's a little long in the tooth towards the end. The third act is a little weary, and there's a lot of talking. It's it's a uh, it's the guy who directed Evangelion, but like just for the effects. And I don't know if you know you've been playing clips in the Twitch this whole time. If you could play the Shin Godzilla twit uh, clip, and can you can you have the audio on for the clip you're sharing? But moving along at a great in the, pace, in the there's never a down moment, and so it is. You can't hear that just now, did you? Could you? All right, give me a second. I have, I can get it. Okay, yeah, I heard it in the stream though. Yeah, so it worked. I, I'm not hearing. I can put it in it. Uh, don't worry. Can I put it in here? No, I can't because you wouldn't be able to. Discord hear it. chops it up. Don't worry about that. You just put it in there. Yeah. Put it in the stream. So I'm. I, so play the Shin this Godzilla is, clip if you can. This video I'm playing is three hours long, and it literally has everything in it. Yeah. Like, so I can. I'm. I'm scanning it now, and they have. Thank God, they're. Whoever did this is amazing. They have. Um, they have time timestamps. Yeah. Yeah. Shin Godzilla. Yeah, they did a real good job. Well, I kind of want you to see just this scene, though, if that's okay. In American. No, they 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 clip it and he's talking about financial talking adrenaline. Yeah, this guy reviewed every yeah. Godzilla movie. It's awesome. So it's, it's it's actually quite incredible. Yeah. So we can't good. play the scene I've I've shared then. No. Um. Probably. Not. Um. Yeah, I can. What am I talking about? Who am I? So let's see here. So this, yeah. if you guys watching streams, gonna get funky for a second. That's fine. Oh, sodium's Captain Captain Salty's in here. <laughs> what up? Yeah, this shit's incredible. Watch this shit. This is like the most power I've ever seen guys in any movie. It's the most power I've ever seen. Out of the sky, everybody did. Number one seems to have been down. Watch, it gets better. It just keeps getting better. It keeps getting more OP. Where is this located? Where can I watch this movie? It's worth the target shooting some unidentified weapon from the front. Bomber two and bomber three will circle in from behind. Payback time. Roger. Payback. I watched it. So wait, 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 hold on a second. What what scene am I watching? Because I, I think I want to see this movie. What's is this like the end or some shit? No, this is like the halfway point. <laughs> he paused it like, hold the fuck up. Don't, right. don't <laughs> hey, might die, bro. Look, uh, 
look at his mouth. Look how open his mouth is. Oh, his, his bottom jaw split. Humanity wouldn't survive. No. This level of like, 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 whatever country it happens in is just kind of fucking their country centuries. And however we decide to knock, however we're able to knock them open. Like, still, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like walking with a little sway in his hips. <laughs> he thick. <laughs> oh, thick Godzilla. Uh, All right, that was insane. Yep, that was I like that. insane. I think you have your apex uh, level and kills on the screen, by the way. Only if oh, you have a, only if you have your. Oh no, it's over in the top left. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna get rid of it right now. Plug in. Hey, it's no biggie. It's pretty small. <clears throat> um. Yeah, so Godzilla is all about destruction now, and mm-hmm. I don't know if the metaphor has continued as well as perhaps it could have. You know, it's one uh, of those things where, like, well, there was there's a lot of beat you in the face global warming humanity. Well, the, I know was given the cause the... in King of the Monsters. Yeah, we were on the way to the theater, and I was yeah. like, we were talking completely unrelated to Godzilla. About how people say that like global warming is the planet acting like it's got an infection and we're the disease, and right. then that literal set of lines was read in yeah. the movie, and I we both like gawked. <laughs> we both, yeah. What? Yeah, it was it was uh, the zeitgeist of that year, where yeah, where people, people I, are I the think virus. That I think that that's maybe maybe pretty relevant, right? Like that's something we're dealing with. The planet is rapidly changing well, because of our involvement. Okay, so and so like that being a, a crux of the story for present day Godzilla kind of works for me. I, f- I feel like there was a rolling evolution of this idea for like a year. It was humanity is the virus. And then like the next year it was revealed that like 70% of the world's pollution is caused by like 10 companies, hundred, a hundred companies or a hundred. Yeah. So like me putting a glass bottle in the trash isn't as much the problem as we were led to believe. Right. Yeah. So yeah. or me driving a car that gets eight miles to the gallon isn't quite as awful to the planet as right. Exxon is or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, an, yeah. that's an old reference. But, so it's a roll, rolling evolution. It's We shouldn't feel quite as guilty. We should hold corporations to task. But So, no, so yeah, a Godzilla um, that comes after big corporations. Megacorp Godzilla. A super smart Godzilla. Do you think... Do you, okay, so Japan loves the guy. They've got statues of him all over the place. Do you think Japan takes personal offense to the rest of the world loving them? No, I don't think they're that type of culture. Hmm. You might be right about that. Yeah. They seem pretty like, oh, oh I saw yeah, you like our shit. Go ahead, Dick. I saw a video. Um, it was a, uh, This is obviously one, per, one person, so they don't represent all of, all of the people of, I believe, China. But like, uh, it was a, a geisha thing, right? And... Uh, she was saying like, "Why would we be offended? We want people to share our culture, and like, it's an honor, actually an honor." So, like, obviously, like that person doesn't represent everybody, but I think that's a, probably a popular sentiment, especially if it brings them money as well. Yeah. Right. Sure. If our love for Godzilla and it makes you know, in the same sort of know. cultural appropriation vein, I saw uh, there's a very well semi-successful Mexican uh, animator that's on YouTube that I like to. He's a he's a let's player. Um, Strong Mexican heritage, and somebody was like, "What do you think of Mario wearing a sombrero?" He's like, "It's fucking great." 
It's awesome. Yeah, I, I think I think people like representation, dude. Like, yeah, people like, uh, you know, there's as long as you're not bastardizing it. Exactly, dude. Well, the, exactly, well, dude. So there's a where's the, where's the line? This we're way off topic. Where's the line between? It's a culture, not a costume. All right, so and... I have a story for you, right? Like, there's ways to like. All right, Halloween after Black Panther. Fucking everybody, all the kids wearing Black Panther shit, right? right. That shit hard, right? That shit makes makes people feel good. I I'm sitting at a bar at at a at a, at a like a, a dress up thing, and like there's three white chicks dressed in Indians doing Indian noise like like noises, wearing feathers, mocking. Like that's there's there's yeah, a way to respect fully. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then I, I I went outside and kind of went off on the owner. Um, but uh, that's a story for a different day. Yes, sure. But like there there's. <laughs> There's ways you can honor a culture that's not your own, and there's a way that you can disrespect it and mock it and make a mockery of it, right? Like, yeah. it's the honor you bring to it. It's the way you approach it. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, certain things shouldn't be touched, right? Yeah. But, like, it's an homage. Yeah. And if, you, if done correctly. Yeah. And then it's an insult when done incorrectly. Yeah, look at Ready Player One. It's an homage montage. <laughs> <laughs> all the way through and like all of the different things that are referenced in that the people that got to be a part of it are like fuck yeah we got that in there right and then you watch like fucking scary movie the first couple are fine but they're like last seven mm. and you're like oh god even the first one's a little, little cringy at times yeah fine all fine the, is those... the way I describe a movie I like I just mm. want to say <laughs> I, find, I find all those like comedy Spoof, yeah, spoofs. I find it all distasteful. Like, just not my brand of comedy. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I, 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 I forgot to mention this earlier when we talked about why, why, the, why is there a human element in these movies, and why are we forced to care? The director, uh, apparently, at one point during the making of the first movie, the one of the lead actors was getting a big head, and the director, uh, came up to the guy and said, "Hey, idiot." You're not the lead actor. Godzilla is. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Perfect. So I read that. That's Pretty hard. Cool. Dude. Yeah. Hey, good job, dipshit. You're yeah. not I think in a lot of a lot of instances of of that, and I, not even just movies, but there's a you have to tell people you have to refocus people a lot of the times because sure. eagles tend to work in in either way too. Like yeah. people forget the people forget what it's really about a lot of a lot of the time. What the main goal or the main focus is. Yeah, people sure. forget that shit all the time. Yeah. Um. I want to read. I want to stop talking about the first Godzilla entirely because I want to talk about what's coming. But I did want to read the lyrics of the song that's read at the end of the first movie. It's uh, and this is the one that's that you're saying is kind of dark. Yeah. So, uh, it's uh, they use a, a Japanese like school choir to sing this. Super powerful. It says, "Oh peace, oh light, hasten back to us. May we live without destruction. May we look to tomorrow with hope. May peace and light return to us." Our hearts are filled with prayer. This we pray. Hear our song and have pity on us. And may we live without destruction. May we look tomorrow with hope. Now, crazy. When you listen to those words and you just take it tongue in cheek, which you know, which I think most people would, you would be like, okay, this is a, a a Godzilla movie. But then when you backdrop that with post war, dude, that's heavy. It's real heavy. <laughs> that's real fucking real heavy. heavy. Yeah. yeah. Insane, dude. And that's the guy. Well, that's the guy that wrote that. Again, is a guy that used to write like military yeah. war anthems for their war effort. Dude, that sounds like that could be some real like 
ward time yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. So what's, let's talk about the future of Godzilla. How the F? Why am I censoring myself now? Does King Kong have a chance against this dude? It depends on how they, like, you know, if they nerf. <laughs> they have to nerf, right? <laughs> right? Or, nerf. or they, they, make, nerf or they make King Kong OP. I mean, he's, he's a big, he's like, a big you don't boy. You power, bro. But yeah, he's not nuclear. You ain't got, you ain't got power, dude. You can't, you can't spray shit. Um, Up your spit, bro. Like what, I said, what, why would a giant ape have any chance against an atomic super monster? All right, so we have guns and shit, right? Mm-hmm. But like, if you have, if I, if you, if I put you in a room, you have a pistol against a gorilla. The gorilla's still gonna beat your ass. So <laughs> yeah, that's unless true. You're an excellent shot. You got to be the most fire shot you've ever been <laughs> in your life, and you got to make sure it hit. Like yeah. So there's a way to make it where it's even. Like you just can't. Like I'm not. Like what if King Kong doesn't let him get his shot off? His shot off, right? He like he he revs up and he grabs his neck and turns his head or something. Like there's ways to do it. I think that would be dope. You guys like the the idea of the Titans? <laughs> All right, we just saw the the tail drag on the video. <laughs> oh, awesome! I'm about to rewind That's it a little bit. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> look at this, look at this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is he? <laughs> he jumps up. <laughs> oh, is that Ultraman? Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, if it's not, it's it's close. But Godzilla versus Megalon is the movie. So this should maybe spark your interest. So the guy that made that Shin Godzilla movie is rebooting Ultraman as well. And if you don't know what Ultraman is, Ultraman was created by the guy who made Godzilla. I think it's by the guy who made Godzilla so that he could make something that he felt he could make for the kids. Sure. So it's more like Kaiju. It's more like Pacific Rim. It's more It's more like uh, <clears throat> Super Sentai, which is what they call um, Power Rangers and stuff like that. People in suits. When, when I hear we're doing it for the kids, I hear we're doing it for money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, back well, you in the... do it for the kids because all the parents are gonna buy the kids the shit that you did. Yeah. If you, I don't like. I don't like hearing you're doing it for the kids. There's a in any in any in any instance. There's a video I show my students. For the children. Year. It's the uh, it's the history of the children. It's called the history of Mecca, uh, by a mm-hmm. YouTube creator called Giguk. It's G I G U K, um, and he says that most of uh, anime in Mecca was created for merchandising. So, yeah. I believe as it. you know, yeah. and, and that, that came to the U.S. too, right? If you look at Transformers, uh, there was a, a Transformer that was a, just a microscope. And, and Soundwave was a tape deck, <laughs> right? Like, it doesn't sure. work. It's clearly a toy. And then they made a whole show out of it. So, the whole giant monster, Super Sentai, Kaiju, all definitely was intertwined with merchandising, for sure. For sure. But King Kong was not. In tech, we have some strong thoughts about King Kong. Oh, yeah. King Kong's history ain't great. No. No. Lots of of blackface, lots of indigenous people, and then not to mention the the cultural overtones of, you know, the black uh, threat, right? The the black creature from the... The jungle. The the distant land, the the jungle. Literally a jungle. Stealing the white woman. It's not great. It's not great. The dumb, the big dumb creature. Get out of here, dude. Fuck y'all. I I actually like what um, oh, who did the the remake? Peter Jackson. Uh, Peter, I like actually I like Peter Jackson's version a lot. I really do. Yeah, yeah the Kong with uh, was Brie Larson in it and Tom Middleton. No, that's Kong. No, Skull that's Island. Skull Island. I like that a lot Skull too. Skull Island. The Peter Jackson with, one's like two thousand seven or eight. With, uh, and it's Jack got Black. Andy. It's got Jack Black. Yep. It's got Andy Circus. It's yep. got. Adrian I liked Brody. it, man. I liked it. Can you guys hear me fine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you sound good. I right, good. I moved my bike mic far away because it was in front of the camera sure. and 
definitely my focus. Yeah, so. sure, sure. Um, but I liked that one, and I liked Skull Island. And Skull Island, of course, is the Titan version. This is yeah. the thousand yeah. foot tall version, not the original Kong, which is what fifty feet. Like if you look at original, it being like, the year of our Lord twenty twenty one, and finding out there's a thousand foot ape we just missed. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, you know, in real life, there's there's parts of the ocean that we have no idea about. So like, sure, that makes sense for Godzilla. But yeah, but there's gonna be there could be caves or something. I don't know. I mean, there's like some of you guys watch King of the Monsters because the uh, the one of the coolest aspects of that movie was the planet was hollow, so Godzilla was swimming through the planet to get to the other side of the planet quicker through this tunnel yeah. system. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I remember that. I just because I just I kind of just saw like the first maybe not through the core but tunnels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, it's nuts. I love it. There's a lot. There's a lot about underneath us that we don't know about. Most. Yeah, it's I think, terrifying. Uh, I think the we, majority we lose. Like they don't teach that, right? They teach us the mantle, the core, which we actually don't know. We don't know if that's like, a thing. for sure. Yeah, we can't we've never, we, we've never like no one's put eyes on that shit, right? Like we don't know for sure. Nothing can get down there. Basically, yeah. it's so it's, there's a lot to the earth that we don't understand. I think that's just kind of dope. We know more about space than we know about our oceans, and we swim in the ocean. Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Last uh, time I was in the ocean, I got stabbed in the foot. Oh, I saw a video <laughs> of a shark swimming up next to a boat, and then it just like turned and disappeared. And I was like, this is why I don't want to swim in the ocean. Right. Because no, it good. disappeared I'm like good. 10 feet away. It was just like, ooh, gone. I saw a video of a lady that went down there to remove fish hooks from sharks' mouths. And then they were so grateful that they would like stick around and like hang out with her and cuddle her. Like they were just hanging out like a house cat. <laughs> and then they no, found I out that, I can't test that. The, the shark that had a hook removed went away. And it came back with other sharks that have hooks in their mouths. Like it was telling people, their, Fuck their shark off. friends, That's like wild. this person's taking out hooks, come yeah and we we know we know for a fact that there's a there's giant squid species that exist mm -hmm. because we found a because sperm whales dive deeper than like any other whale and they've come back we've had sperm whale carcasses wash up on beaches with sucker scars the size of volkswagen beetle <laughs> which means that there's something down there that's fucking massive but we they can't live for a long, they live for a long time too they have whales that are alive since like the big whaling boom in like 19 but they're still around yeah there's a there's well the the biggest problem with underwater shit's pressure right like we can go to space yeah. if you're in a box that's sealed mm -hmm. that's an overstatement but still like right. you have to do a huge amount of work to just make sure you created a thing that won't buckle under the weight of being under ten thousand feet of water yeah yeah you gotta build something special yeah just yeah we we haven't gotten there yet that's crazy, dude. It's weird. All right, well, it's weird. Godzilla. Yeah, Godzilla. More, and more, I've learned a lot more about Godzilla than I've ever known. More to come today. There are good Godzilla movies out there, and there's a lot of bullshit. So, depending on what you're into, if you're into the comedy, you've got some. If you just want to <laughs> have a good yeah. time and laugh and get drunk, there's a lot of that too. But I'm telling you, if if you're drunk, that first movie might make you cry. <laughs> did, did, the criteria, were you the, drunk when you watched it did you make no. did it make you cry no i was very emotional at points because it, it it wanted me to be so yeah I'm, uh but i was not drunk and uh great and that's the criteria i gotta figure out in my life how i can how i can make a 1954 movie watch happen i need to just, it's not hard i need to tell you it's good it's a good movie it's it's really well made i don't know i can't speak for the rest of them i've only seen a few here and there, and as you've just seen from this video you're playing, there's a lot of bullshit. 
Oh yeah. And mostly, he slid on his tail. Mostly, it just looks like Power Rangers, right? And did a dance. Did you know that the original Power Rangers show in America was uh, the footage of a Japanese show that they mm-hmm. just filmed little inserts for, which is mm-hmm. why the first season has like over a hundred episodes or some wild mm-hmm. shit because they didn't have to film any of it. Yep. And also, did you know Brian Cranston played the big bad guys? Yeah, that's fucking, fucking wild. Just rolls full circle. Brian Cranston, Godzilla, That's right. Power Rangers, all of it. Keeping it, keeping the local. All right. Well, this is the Nerdy Bit Show, and we like to keep it down to about an hour. We're at the hour mark right now of good Godzilla talk. Sounds so good let's to me. Uh, let's talk about what we're working on or plan on working on the next two weeks, which is our closing segment. Yes. Yeah. I'll go first. Ben Yaman. Oh, oh Caleb, yeah, Caleb, go. Caleb, go. Caleb, go. Uh, you got it, dude. I've got. <laughs> Um, I've got. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's too long. You're fine. I can't hear it mostly because Discord's like Discord eh, cuts it out. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah, it's weird. Um, no, I've got uh, I've got about twelve or thirteen feelers out right now, interacting with people, trying to get them on board for a big piece I'm putting together about stealth games. So that's dope. Uh, interacting with uh, the guy who directed Splinter Cell: Conviction and Assassin's Creed Three and Assassin's Creed Unity and. Hey. Trying to interact with the, trying to connect with the guy who did Watch Dogs um, Legion and also Far Cry 2. Um, just all sorts of shit. So I'm trying to build a, a big article about stealth games and how they've been made and how they can be made now that we have new hardware. Um, and then I've also got an interview coming up on the 15th with Rami Ismail, which is dope. Nice. Um, so putting those together, trying to, trying to figure out a better way to um, write things that I can send to places. As well as you know, put on the put on the site. Um, yeah, that's really been the focus. It's been a lot of emails and a lot of correspondence, but I'm trying to trying to build that shit out. So that's what oh, I've man. been doing for the last two weeks, and what I will be doing probably for the next two weeks. What's up? That's what's up. Chia, man, what you got, bro? Uh, I'm working on a lot of things right now. I'm having a great time uh, working with my students, uh, past and present, and uh, showing those interactions to the world uh i'm going to be more careful doing it with my current students because that way it feels sort of regurgitated and uh, opportunistic i don't want to do that right i don't want them to feel like i'm using them for content that's awful i'm sure the school would have something to say about that too but i have past students who've graduated or are gone that said please i'd love to see you remaster this so i'm having a lot of fun taking their designs just putting my sort of spin on it um my uh a little bit of my expertise i suppose i don't know um so i'm having fun doing that and then um, uh, starting a new comic project soon uh, for Molly, book number four. And I'm working on my game. I worked on my game all day today. Um, going to start creating uh, cutscenes for the game and showing those off. And uh, we're getting hit with publishers just about every week. A new publisher is hitting us and asking so, us to sign on. Which means... Wait hold out until you get a Raw Fury or I want a, a, I want a Raw Fury or a Devolver or a Annapurna or something like that. So yeah, I think yeah, we've yeah. got what it takes. We just need to make a demo. But uh oh boy's got his own projects and he's been sick lately and, and so we're sort of moving slow but team 17 really... they're also very good sure yeah that's basically it school and art and it's art's kind of part-time now and i love it that's what's, really art nice. what's up art time that's what's up mm-hmm. that's what's up you? what you got going well, on tech well uh business is, is picking up uh with the covid uh not you know just getting the restrictions getting a little bit better more things are happening 
Sure. Uh, which is good for business. So uh, business has been picking up. I've been kind of fortunate that business never really didn't die. Mm-hmm. Um, people were still putting in orders for uh, like logos and brandings and stuff like that, uh, websites and stuff. So I was I've been I've been quite fortunate in that regards. Uh, so focusing on that um, and trying to grow that. We're not trying to. It's been you know it is what it is. It's been doing right. pretty good. Um, mixing down projects. Um, I have a problem with uh, sitting on music too long, and uh, like sometimes I'll get inspired and put out everything, and then sometimes I'm I second guess everything, which is a, a problem that I've I've noticed that I've had and other people I, I respect musically have had. Uh, so I'm kind of focusing on just finishing products and getting it out there, um, and getting uh, getting more more listens, which it's it's been working. I've had some amazing days recently where my music streamed hundreds of times, and I don't know where or why, but uh, so focusing on that. And um, yeah, music, graphics, my my day to day stuff, and um, trying to grow the, the stream, which is more hobby, but it is uh, you know fun for me and a good outlet. So I recently just purchased a new camera, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and I, I've already used it for business, so it's it, there's a point there's a ROI involved in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, which is always a good thing when you spend money on stuff. I'm buying a new mic. Uh, but I like it. I'm buying a new mic tonight. Oh yeah. So Ben, you'll get this as soon as I get my new one. Nice. I have a uh, I have a shock absorber set up for that because I think I was I was planning on. Yep, I'm buying the one text holding up. Nice. Is, is that yep. sure? Yep, the sure MV7. It's the SM7B, but made specifically for podcasting and streaming. Because they were like, I love, this mic's I love dope, this camera, but dude. it's it's expensive, so they made a more affordable one, which is lit. Yeah, well, I, you know I. The S, the S, the what is it? The uh, SMB, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like you have to buy a cloud lifter. Right. That's you gotta whack. have. You gotta. I was looking into that uh, tech. We were talking about it last summer at the height, of uh, the height of COVID. <laughs> whatever. Um, well, no, actually, yeah, that's pretty right. much accurate, right? Yeah. So we were we were talking about it, and I was like, I want to get that, and you were like, okay, so you need to get that. You need to get mm-hmm. uh, Go XLR or something to plug it into, so that you can then use mm-hmm. it on your computer, and you need to get a cloud lifter. So that you can make it loud enough that you can hear anything, and I was like, "So what's that gonna cost?" And when you told me, I was like, "All right, no, I'll wait. I'll get something." <laughs> oh, there's else. way better solutions. Yeah, there's way better yeah. solutions. And I the one time, the one time, uh, or maybe there's more than one time, whatever. But waiting paid off, right? And the SM or the yeah. MV7 came out, and it's perfect for what I need. Yeah. Sorry, I, like I jumped I like into your I jumped into your your sharing moment. That's my bad. Oh, I was done. Okay, I was done. You're perfect. I feel better. Now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, perfect timing, bro. I guess I mean like if you ever talk to me like graphics and music is that's pretty much yeah. what I do. You do it well. Yeah, all right. Why not? I I I enjoyed this episode of Godzilla. I didn't know. I didn't think. I didn't think I'd like it because I'm not really a huge Godzilla fan. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, Maybe I a little bit more of a fan way. now. Right. Yeah, sure. a little bit more of a fan now. Yeah. I respect it. Thank cool. you. Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um. Plug the website, Caleb. Sure, yeah. If you want to follow anything NerdyBits does, go to NerdyBits.com or follow us on Twitter at Nerdy underscore Bits. Um, you can get the podcast, this podcast or the other podcast we do anywhere. They're distributed widely. Just look up Bounty Board or this show, The Nerdy Bits Show. Um, and then you can follow me on Twitter at Loved One. Tech, where do people yeah. follow you? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, they could. <laughs> tech Supreme. There we go. At Tech Supreme. Ben, where everywhere. Ben, where the names are on the screen screen if oh, you're here yeah. via youtube uh check us out uh 
on other social medias to keep informed of where we're going to be and when we're going to pop up. Yeah. Ben, where can they find you? Sketch Sawyer. Everywhere at SketchSawyer.com, ArtStation, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, DeviantArt. No, nope. maybe not DeviantArt. That's old. And you have oh, to pay. There's no more DeviantArt, is there? Like, who was on DeviantArt? I used to go to DeviantArt all the time. Still there. Dude. Still there. It's full of porn and furries. And... No, there's, there's real artists. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but well, I kind of got into it with Adobe a couple weeks ago. And I, I forgot to tell you guys about this because uh, I went to uh, Behance, mm -hmm. yeah. which is Adobe's portfolio, and it's like tits on there and, and pussies on there. I was like, well, does this have to do with art? <laughs> like, it's not, but it's like, it wasn't artistic. You know, like, it wasn't like... It wasn't was artistic, like, it was art. just nudes. <laughs> it was just nudes. Yeah, it was just sure. slut shit. Like, what are we doing, bro? Like, kids can be on here looking for inspiration. Yeah. I mean, that, more, that could more ways inspire than one. you. They yeah. could inspire you, Tech. <laughs> like to be a fucking creep. Yes. I don't know. I'm joking. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll catch you guys next time on the next episode. We haven't figured out what we're going to talk about yet, but we will, and it will be awesome. It will. Nerdy Bitch Show. Cheers. Bye, everybody. Love you guys. Peace out.